This episode of Live in Corporate is brought to you by Blind. Blind is a trusted community of more than 5 million verified professionals. On Blind, professionals connect and have honest discussions about salaries and what it's really like to work at or interview with a company. You can also join your private company channel to have a candid and safe conversation with your coworkers about what's really going on. And because it's anonymous, you can be honest and trust what you read. Check out teamblind.com to get the latest insights and the answers to your workplace questions. Hey y'all, this is Liberated Love Notes, a podcast on Living Corporate Network hosted by yours truly, Brittany Janae, creator of Liberated Love Notes, critical self-reflections and affirmations for the culture. Y'all already know Liberated Love Notes is your source for weekly doses of reflection, affirmations, and reimagining for us by us. Happy to be back in your ears and hearts as I affirm and invite you all to reflect on what has been top of mind for me lately. I may have mentioned a few weeks back, maybe a month back, that my more recent love project and expansion of my personal and professional practice is my new consultancy in loving accountability coaching and consulting in loving accountability i've been really intentional about rooting my practice my work how i show up in the world in institutional spaces in love in love and liberation specifically as i strive to predominantly focus on partnering with black leaders black creators and founders black employee resource group leaders black change makers and holding space creating space to to do our own work that's that's what i'm doing y'all that's what i'm doing that's what i'm focusing on and i feel blessed to experience such great clarity around that so loving accountability is something that um is ever present for me in this season and beyond for however long spirit will have it and it relates back to what i like to affirm this week and as much as i have named my business in loving accountability it is way more than just the name of my business and and, and the name of my practice it is absolutely something that i am striving to embody and that i am inviting you to embody this week and beyond 
And so, so this week's liberated love note, this week's affirmation is quite simple. I embody a spirit of loving accountability. I embody a spirit of loving accountability. So I have a funny story um, before I actually break this down and offer just my wonderings around loving accountability. A few weeks ago, me and a, a few girlfriends went out to dinner at a wine bar restaurant. And we were being served by a waiter who was like the senior waiter, a black guy, and a waiter in training, a waitress in training, uh, a younger white woman. And so throughout the our experience, we were experiencing both of them uh, wait on our table. And so we were getting bottles because it's a wine bar. And so what they do is bring out a new bottle. Everyone gets a pour, you know, cheers it up, what have you. And so the the waitress in training, she poured or was pouring our bottle, the bottle that we were um, tasting. And she was actually over pouring so much so that when she got to our last girlfriend, she didn't have like the fullest pour or a pour that was comparable to ours. And so I'm gonna be honest, old girl was like heavy on the pour. So I swear like the three of us had like half a glass, y'all. <laughs> and so when it got to the fourth girl in our group, it was legit like a little drip drip, just a little drip drip. And so she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna, you know, go get another bottle. We're cool. He was like, whatever, okay, yeah, do you, sis? Well, sis, not so much, but yeah, do you. Um, and so we keep in, we're waiting for the bottle, her to bring a bottle up so our homegirl can can get her pour. The waiter who's doing the training, he comes out and he asks us, <laughs> Did y'all drink out those cups yet? Now Yes, we did drink out the cups. This is like our second bottle, maybe even third bottle. But we hadn't yet drank out of that round because we were, I think we were actually waiting for her to get her pour. I, in my mind, to be honest, y'all, I thought he was asking so that he could ensure that when old girl came back with the bottle, she had the same amount as all of us. I'm going to be honest, that's where my mind was. And so he winds up walking away and the table comes to consensus, except for me. So it's almost consensus that y'all, he asking us that because he was definitely about to pour wine out of our cups to fill up, you know, our fourth home girl's cup or wine glass instead of just bringing out another bottle. They They were all like, the three of them were like on consensus, like that's why he asked us that, y'all. He was trying to see if we drank out the cups because y'all was really about to pour out of our glasses into hers rather than bringing a bottle. And I just knew that was not the case. I knew it. I'm like, oh no, that is not the case. He was not about to do that because I'm gonna be honest. And my girlfriends was teasing me. They was like, oh, I just love how you got you. You just want so much more for the young brother, like. 
you just know he is you're holding him to like this 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 standard of it and i'm like yes i just know he wasn't about to do that so i actually called him over i did y'all i called him over and was like bro and sometimes i can really give like family vibes when i'm out and about and i just meet other black people and i'm like bro um my girlfriend's here really thought that you were asking because you were about to pour wine from our glasses to fill up our girlfriend's glasses and i just want to get your like and he actually confirmed he's like yeah i was about to do that whoa wait a minute 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 <laughs> yeah i couldn't believe it i said bro no 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 at this point i want to use this as a teachable moment because i just in the spirit of love and accountability i don't want you to go over to that other table you know a bunch of white folks and do that and then now you don't got no job so i'm like bro and this is weird <laughs> it, it was the, the scenario kind of from their perspective my friend's perspective got comical because i asked them i said you know just help me understand walk me through why you think that would be okay and i said something to the effect of we're not at grandma's house right like we're not at grandma's house we're not cousins we're not around the way we had a we had a whole restaurant so just just talk me through why you why you think that's okay and i said it everyone would agree they thought it was funny i said it in a very endearing way y'all like literally like he was my cousin my brother i wanted to make sure he was never to do that again i was literally from my perspective even though my girlfriends was joking me leaning into loving accountability leaning into i wasn't coming for him right and he felt it i wasn't coming for him you know i didn't think he needed to be reprimanded by a manager i did feel as though he needed just a little gentle nudge um and from my perspective it was an opportunity to um, create a space for him to mess up without like losing it all for him to create a space to like make a mistake and learn from it without like things hitting the fan and next thing you know he losing his job because as black bodies in a white supremacist world anti-black world we fairly we are very um we are not often afforded the opportunity and the benefit of the doubt and space to just pause and rethink i was really striving to lean in though my girlfriend thought it was comical lean in to loving accountability what is loving accountability what is loving accountability over the past year i've been reflecting on this concept i think it's one of those things that i experienced and have continuously strived to embody well before i had the actual words to describe it it's actually inspired influenced by the words of our ancestor uncle jimmy james baldwin where he shares something to the effect of paraphrasing i love america more than 
any other country in this world. And exactly for this reason, I insist on the right to criticize her perpetually. I love America more than any country in this world. And exactly for that reason, I insist on the right to criticize her perpetually. And it's just something about the intersection of like love and uh, critical feedback, critical analysis that gets at my intentions of loving accountability. I actually began to reflect a few months ago on my own personal definitions. Okay, Brett, what is loving accountability? What does it mean to embody a spirit of loving accountability? And I came up with three definitions. The first one, a way of being rooted in radical love, vulnerability, candor, and grace. The second definition, a praxis that supports leaders, builders, and change makers with narrowing the gap between their values and good intentions and how they actually show up. And the third definition, a doing, a doing, a doing, an ongoing commitment to engaging in one's own intrapersonal reckoning because we got our own work examining the impact one has had on the people they lead and serve and repairing harm when it happens loving accountability family has been an anchor for me it has helped me hold myself accountable to how I strive to be as human, as leader, as practitioner. It is something that I go back to when navigating situations that involve harm, whether I'm on the receiving end or whether I am the perpetuator of it. I'll be honest, this embodiment of loving accountability became most salient for me as I contended with the ways in which harm is perpetuated intra-communities, specifically in Black spaces. The stuff that goes on between us in our own space, how we treat each other in our own spaces. I think it's relevant and necessary um, to qualify accountability with the loving for the reasons that I stated earlier, that typically black bodies are not extended the same grace to make mistakes, particularly in the mainstream, right? Black woman, black person does something and... <sighs> Mm. And yet, simultaneously, right, we absolutely must create spaces, have mediums and mechanisms where we are able to hold each other accountable, where we are able to call each other into account for the ways in which we knowingly and unknowingly uphold anti-blackness and white supremacy and how we be and how we lead 
and how we practice. And, and that is in loving accountability. I just feel like we should all strive. I strive to embody a spirit of loving accountability. I strive to embody a spirit of loving accountability. And I'm when I refer to love, <laughs> I love it when Bell Hooks reminds us that domination cannot exist where a love ethic prevails. I'm talking about the kind of love that is more committed to our growth than our performance and like what people see on the outside. I'm talking about the kind of loving accountability that prioritizes uprooting unhealthy and harmful behaviors while also seeding and planting, intending to mind, body, spirit. I love it when Erica Badu says something like, I have a home. And I take it everywhere I go because I'm planting seeds. So I reaps what I sow, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm talking about the kind of loving accountability that, that might sting for a little, but it's also cleansing, but it's also cleansing. I'm talking about the, the kind of loving accountability that is mindful of our capacity and capability and so even when we may desire more for those with whom we are in community we are also attuned to their limitations those things that may be beyond you know our and their control loving accountability isn't just this external exercise y'all it ain't just something that involves us pointing to others, directing others, loving accountability. Take it back to that intrapersonal reckoning. It keeps me, it keeps us in this healthy posture of humility and reflection. Always interrogating ourselves and striving to align our values and intentions with our impact. You know, it can be really, really easy to be blinded by our values and who we think we are, that we miss the opportunity to truly experience how people <laughs> experience us. I strive to embody a posture of loving accountability. I strive to embody a posture of loving accountability. Mm, that's what I want for us. That is what I want for us. A way of being rooted in radical love, vulnerability, candor, and grace. A praxis that supports leaders, builders, change makers with narrowing the gap between what we say our values and how we really show up and a doing an ongoing commitment to doing our own work y'all an intrapersonal reckoning where we are actively 
actively thinking of all the ways that perhaps our impact, the impact we have on those we lead and serve, ain't aligning. And when we do cause harm, we repair it. When we do, not if we do, because all of us have some capacity to cause harm because internalized anti-blackness and white supremacy is real. And yet, we can strive to embody a posture of loving accountability. I embody the spirit of loving accountability. And I love that for me. I love that for me. I love that for me. I want that for us. Peace, y'all. Live in Corporate is brought to you by Doximity. Doximity is committed to fostering an inclusive and diverse work environment where differences are valued, practices are equitable, and employees experience a sense of belonging that allows them to bring their full, authentic selves daily. As medicine's largest network, there's an elevated level of responsibility to everything we do. We don't take that responsibility lightly and are committed to working towards a more equitable world inside and beyond our virtual office walls. So if you want to learn more about Doximity, go to your app store and type in D-O-X-I-M-I-T-Y. Again, that's D-O-X-I-M-I-T-Y.